1: people were like the movement that you had before yeah, was yeah, yeah. intentional the speed the stamina that's exactly how nikita wanted it yeah the, and the realism crowd nikita, were
2: dying on that hill until nikita went that's not how i want it
1: <laughs> until i until i spoke to nikita he saw what i saw and yeah. went something's wrong yeah yeah yeah, yeah So yeah. all of those clowns who were like this is exactly the hardcore experience yeah they were wrong that's nail in the head
2: What's up, everybody? Welcome to the podcast, a show dedicated to talking about all the poggers things in life, like music, content creation, and video games. I'm one of your co-hosts, Jesse Kazam. And I'm Veritas,
1: and Tarkov sucks again. No! Already? Already, yeah. Pack it up, ship it. Boys. Pack it up. We have one good week. I was totally wrong. It's dead. Uh, <laughs> we had one yeah. good week.
2: Oh, no. Dude, Tell me what's happening.
1: The last three days, the game's been unplayable for me. Really? Like, like Today, the first raid of the day, my like immersion raid, I'm all decked out, you know, got got good stuff. <laughs> I got the P90, all yep. the magazines, all the ammos that, that cost a million dollars. I yep. used my last my last usage of the marked key in customs. Okay. There was an ammo case, um, a foul, um, killed a few scavs, uh, you know, was like. I spawned. Right over by like the campfire exfil. Okay. Where you just like run oh, up the yeah, road. Yeah, right yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, so then I went all the way over towards, you know, on Boiler Side of Customs, mm-hmm. there's, it was like one of the first parts of the expansion that's like a little camp kind of back there on the oh, wall. Oh, yeah. I got to uh, there, literally like 60 seconds from exfilling. And all of a sudden I see a guy along the wall. I go to ADS, I go, huh! and the game becomes a JPEG. And I'm dead. It froze for five seconds. Yeah. So I'm already like, great. Good fucking start to the day. The next raid, I go into reserve after, you know, having a decked out AK and all this other stuff, spending all my fucking money once again. Get down into the reserve basement. And I'm like, oh, there's raiders. Finally, there's raiders down there and there's no players. I'm like, yes. Start shooting at one of the raiders. Then I see a player up those little zigzagging stairs. And I'm like. Boom! 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 Fades to black. Beep, beep. network disconnected or whatever the fuck. And then it takes me back to the menu, like character. Yeah. And I'm just dead in my stash. Yep. Like that was enough for me today because yesterday for like yep. ten hours straight it was either cheaters, um, or. mega like the first three raids i had were like i killed a dude killed another dude was about to kill the third one and the guy pops out from a doorway looking in the complete wrong direction yeah and then you know kill it's like i can't play dude yeah
2: yeah i uh i've been we've been talking about that a lot on stream about like um Because now you get get a few people, and not that I see a lot of these people, but it brings up an interesting point. You you get a few people where it's like, if I died to no audio or like the invisible player bug, which we'll talk about in a second, and then I'm like malding about it. You know what I mean? And then you get the sentiment of like, oh, well, you know, yesterday everybody said Tarkov was fixed and now everyone's complaining again. And that like, not that there were many people that do that, but that sent me down a rabbit hole of like, Tarkov's in a really hard spot. Now, a self-inflicted wound, right? I'm not saying, like, come on, guys, they are in a hard spot. But this was one of, this past week, was one of the biggest Ws in, like, escape from Tarkov's history. Like, all the changes. But it's hard to sit in that W when, you know, I've been calling them just the big three. Like, cheaters, audio, and networking are the, the, the biggest. Like, if we could snap our fingers, those are the most important things. Those are, like, the biggest issues with the game. When there hasn't been progress on those... It's hard to, to sit in the W because, like, you could be like, you know, the recoil feels great or the, or the movement feels good. But when, like, you're literally only hearing something out of your left ear and the guy's on your right or yeah. when you die to an invisible player or when you die to a proper actual cheater or when you die behind a wall to some it's hard to stay positive. And so they're in a really hard spot where it's like everybody loves the changes and a lot of the stuff is good. But that's that's not going to, like, turn the whole thing around, right? Like, it's going to make... Basically, what that did is it made the playable raids playable again. But if there's only four playable raids out of ten, you you can only be happy for so long because you're still at a greater than 50% chance of having some bullcrap happen to you. And so it's hard because, like, I'm sure they want to keep that positive vibes going. The audio patch they did the other day. I don't know what... You, you've probably done more testing. I I couldn't tell a difference. It still sucks wiener at, all over the place. I don't even need to
1: do testing. I instantly yeah. could just be like, nope, doesn't do anything. Doesn't
2: do anything. And... And... um The invisible player thing went from, like I saw a clip of it on Twitter once or twice so far in the wipe, to something happened in this past week where it's like the... Playing in a duo, you get the benefit of figuring out if you have that bug before there's an enemy, right? And it's been like multiple times a day, multiple times a session,
1: the past few days. Where one, I, I did one, yeah. one duo. It was actually a viewer kit, and he wasn't oh, rip. there. <laughs> I'm sitting there with a yeah. the hatchet in factory, like. But we both disconnected, we both rejoined and we were both there. But some people have said that the that it's only for your teammate, and that. So it's like, well, then why would you die to, I think it's, I don't know. It's no, I mean, it's definitely
2: for other people,
1: but yeah.
2: uh, Oh no. Okay. Uh, It's definitely other people. This, this, this was crazy. By the way, I was playing with Desmond. And you know how, I don't know if you've played enough with like duos to have this happen, but if if you're like, if you're both, if like Desmond's trying to run into a room right as I try and run out, you know how it gets super awkward and sometimes the camera like separates from your hands and you can like see your own hands and then it snaps I've back. I've seen that like once ever. I pushed Desmond into another dimension. I separated him from his body. We, I went through him and then I ran past him and he was like, whoa. And I was like, what? He was like, "Look at my camera," and I look over his stream, and it's it's like he was listening to music, headbanging every time he walked. His camera was going crazy, and I was like, "Desmond, do you see
1: like the backside of his eyeballs?" Like, <laughs>
2: no. But I was like, "Desmond, you're still up here on my client." After that moment, we were ten minutes into a raid. He was stationary upstairs with me, but I look over in his stream, and his camera's freaking out, and he's underground. And I was like, "Whoa." So I like separate him from. So he was like, "Let me restart." So he alter force, he reconnects to the raid, and he snaps back to his body. I was like, "Okay, cool." And then he, you're invisible. Then he runs out, and I go, "Desmond, there's a guy right there." Desmond, there's a guy right there. Desmond, there's a guy right there. And after it was a normal raid, he was helping with shooterborn in heaven. I shove him out of his own body. He alter force reconnects, and now everyone's invisible to him, and he dies to the invisible guy before that I saw before I could kill the guy. So, like, I know it's not just your teammates. It's other people, too.
1: Yeah. And there's no shot. I died to one invisible player yeah. in the last, like, 40 hours of gameplay. And I don't um, even know that
2: I've died to any because I guess that's the benefit of the duo or the squad is, like, if when you all spawn in, if somebody can't see someone, then everyone can alt it four and fix it before or whatever. But it's to have that go from, like, something that happened every once in a while to, like, it hap- it's happening really, really bad, really egregiously. That is making it really hard to, like... So, I guess we can talk about all this stuff, but I, I see what you mean, and I get what you're saying, and it's, like... And it's the-, it's the big three. It's the networking and performance, which reaches into desync, stutters, rubber banding, and potentially the invisibility bug. I don't know if that's, like, a network-related thing. And then the sound is just really bad. And then... Those things being so bad make it virtually impossible to tell how bad the cheater situation is. You know what I mean? So it's it's not ungratefulness to be frustrated at those things. We're grateful that BSG made the changes and we're grateful that they're like listening. But it's still a borderline unplayable game with these issues. You know what I mean? It,
1: it hurts extra bad. Yeah, because, if anything. Like, yeah. I, had, I had this like three... 4 day period where it was like holy shit tarkov's back. And I think that <laughs> I what I wonder is if there was a massive influx of players coming back yeah. because of that, then RMT starts, you know, people yep. are like oh I'm late to the wipe, let me go get RMT, yep. then it turns the cheaters Could way be. up and then, you know, I, I don't know. And then this whole the, the whole invisibility thing. So there's a lot of it that's just like accidental. For sure. Um but then but then there were w- ways in which you could actually yeah. do it on purpose and people were exploiting that. Which I never um, even
2: looked into that. I don't know how people did that, which is fine. You know what I mean? But like, I, I only, heard that that was a thing.
1: Yeah. I, I that doesn't really matter. Um, I, I was in a group where someone was basically saying like, Hey, here are the steps to reproduce the thing. Mm. Um, didn't actually like click on the it was yeah. like a document. Like didn't click on it. Cause I don't give a fuck. Um yeah.
2: But. And I'm glad that some people found that information out so that they could re- like give directly like I know Nice Guy was like was like I was sent it directly to Gina but I was like I don't have that access and so I don't even want to know. You know what I mean? Like um But yeah, so uh so it's 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 rough man. It's uh you know, if anything we got um if anything we got at least the hope and the glimpse of like this game we love is still under there <laughs> you know it's it's still in there
1: um yeah dude i uh yesterday i also ran into a guy um this is i was actually like not super thrilled about this whole thing i was i was it put me in like a shitty mood mm. um i was after you know like solid 20 hours of just getting absolutely wrecked yeah um was in a customs raid came out from fortress and I look over towards like all the scaffolding, old busted up construction area, and I see a dude go like super fast, yep. turn and go, bub, 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 and I died at seven chest shots. Yeah. And I was wearing like five, level five or six armor, seven yeah. chest shots, PS ammo, uh, 76239, just beamed me and was like, okay, that's suspicious. It was an EOD account, level 40. Yeah. So I sent him a message because i i can there's a subtle difference in the way when people are zooming between when they're like catching up yeah like rubber server, band catching yeah. up or whether they're like speed hacking and this guy actually just he just looked speed hacky yeah. um so i sent him a friend request and i was like yo dog you uh you cheating you know like what's uh and he was just a major dickhead and i was like there's a chance he's he's a streamer, right? Like, yeah. that's the ultimate thing. And it's like, there's a chance the person... So I'm like, you stream? You have any videos? You got any recordings? Because there's a chance that he's legit. Yeah. And I would love to see his side. Yeah. And he sends me a link to another streamer who um, wasn't... I don't even want to give names because I don't want anybody to possibly, yeah. like
2: wait so he sent you a link whatever. not to his twitch but to a different streamer's Twitch. to
1: a different twitch so i okay. opened up that twitch and i'm like is this the guy and it was like an older dude maybe in his 60s big beard like he could have been a veteran yeah, from like yeah. korean war or something like i have no idea yeah. you know i have no idea um actually it probably would have been vietnam if anything <laughs> but based on the age yeah. but that's uh you know com- completely beside the point point. and i'm like I don't think this is him because the guy seemed, like, competent, but, like, not like yeah. he would be giga-chatting around yeah. with massive backpack and, like, spraying people down. <laughs> you know, yeah. he didn't look like the type. Um, and then all of a sudden some people went into his clips and saw a bunch of clips of the same guy that killed me killing him. Okay. In a bunch of different raids, he was getting killed by the same guy. This guy was basically stream snipe harassing this poor old guy who was like a super, seemed like a super nice dude. Um, and at one point he's like following around, voiping him saying like, like, fuck you old man. Fuck you old man. What? Come over here. old Yeah. So, so I was like, oh yeah, I'm going full Rengar. Like let's get, I'm getting this man. Yeah. Like get this dickhead out of here. The fact that he's like going around harassing people over and over again. Um, I was like, dog, you, you want to come harass someone? Harass me. Harass me all fucking day long, dude. Like, Anybody but like hell? this poor guy.
2: That is legitimately com- like unhinged. Like, to, yeah. And, and to, to, to do that, you have to be the scum of the earth. And to yep. like send that person's Twitch link to somebody else. Yeah. To like what? What? Brag about it? You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. Wh- that is some like actual manga.
1: He was a complete nutter clown. So, uh, so yeah, basically uh, I, I don't what know. Psych- we'll see. Yeah. We'll see if uh, actually you know what I, I kind of want to pull up Tarkov again and see because he was playing yesterday, and after that he got to forty one, and then he changed his name because uh, I was like I was like yeah let's let's see if you get to uh, forty five son let's see if this account makes it that long. I even asked I'm like let me get your Discord because if when you get banned I'm not going to be able to say I told you so on Tarkov and he's like I'm not giving you the fucking you know he's. <laughs> He was just such a clown, this guy. Um, but yeah, I was real mad, dude. Like I can't stand that shit. Oh, people har- harassing people, and um, so anyway, I've uh, just had not had a great time. So right after that raid, actually, me and um, me and Clean and Nice Guy and um, Dotty Hack and a few other people, we ended <sighs> up playing Battle Bit. I'm so sad I missed that. Yeah, dude, it was fucking awesome, dude. It was awesome. I've been trying
2: to get into that game. I, I remember I mentioned this to you like months ago uh, that I was like, I, "They, it's like they know when I hang out with my family and do their tests. Their tests are always Wednesday night or Saturday morning, and those are like the only two times of the week I can't stream." <laughs> I've been trying to get in to a test for so long. I'm so excited to try that this, game out. I think, Did have fun? Saturday is the next one. Yeah, it's Saturday morning always.
1: Do you think? Oh yeah, you're not oh, going to be able dude. to make this we're one. We're
2: going to the we're going to a big train show for the for the little one. Oh. Every dude, it's it's, but that's okay. I heard I was talking to nice guy a little bit, and they're they're like a you know a few months away from potentially just like putting the servers live. Um, yeah, yeah, no, it was awesome, um, dude.
1: First of all, the the movement and the gunplay felt unbelievable. Like it's easy. I mean, it's it, you have to do the obligatory. It's it looks like Minecraft. Battlefield with Minecraft or Roblox graphics, but it's not like they're not kitty graphics. It's just like low texture yeah. polygon, and you know kind who of who
2: cares? It feels good to have a game prioritize movement and gunplay first. You know what I mean? Bro, like yeah. it's like it's been two decades since a video game, a shooter game came out. That we were like day one, this feels good. You know what I mean? And like,
1: if, if and if anything, like it kind of adds t- to it a little bit. Like, I was in a helicopter, dude, flying a helicopter. Clean is like, you know, he was doing the whole fucking. Uh, All right,
0: boys, we got the uh, we fast and down over the sea in you know, like
1: yep. it, it, with the in-game voip. Um, and I'm in there, and some dudes blasting like, to <laughs> just, you know, and we just like, and then there's a guy in the minigun like. Just like laying in the tanks, dude. It that's was so fucking rad. So sick. And I look to my left and I see the Minecraft ass looking face, and the guy's got gold teeth, and he's like, Yeah, <laughs> with, with a big red goatee beard. I'm like, Oh, that's hell so yeah. sick. Dude, and the the leaning, the optics, it's fucking phenomenal. Oh. The, the, I was sniping like and 600 meter shots. Oh. With, and the, oh, dude, it was like thunk, knocking helmets off. Like it was and so And the like netcode feels good. really good, is what I've been told. It's just like, Oh, Pristine. i didn't the netcode was exactly like what you'd want which is i never once thought about the netcode yeah, yeah it never yeah. occurred to me it just worked oh right there was it just worked um and the recoil felt like exactly what tarkov recoil should feel like like it was like you know yeah, you don't know, yeah. control it but it was controllable um but dude the optics and the movement like, there's a million little windows and stuff like that, and I every time I would run towards something, and I'd be like, man, I wish I could... And I would, like, vault, Aww. like, mantle through a little crack, and I was like, oh, it just worked, dude. Every That's time you come to a railing... Sick, oh, it was so satisfying, and it was, oh, like, 150 v. 150, oh. like... <laughs> please. It was massive. It was, it was sick. It was sick. So I'm looking forward to playing that a lot more, and I'm um excited. it was a... I needed that was like a balm to my yeah to the Tarkov my pain mental because yeah dude um Tarkov has <laughs> just been it's been terrible and one of the things I wanted to talk about on that note because it's even worse now um is some issues that I've been having just with the economy of the game and the fucking play cycle like yeah and this is something that We've talked kind of about before, but I've just been doing more more thinking on, and it comes to the making money, quote unquote, making money, and how it can be simultaneously easy, yeah, but also have it not be like that's not like the point, yeah. Um, so I, I literally have like a a quick little nine hundred paragraph rundown thing I want to walk through, so. <laughs> just to give an idea of like where we've come so back in the day, there was no flea market there was no hideout yeah there were no quests that were like give us a you know a million rubles um you you got your rubles from selling whatever to the traders, yep and from <laughs> I mean that was basically yeah it. like you'd find cash quests, and raid yeah. but but for the most part it's quest rewards and selling shit to traders. Um there was no reason to have like more than 2 or 300,000 rubles that would buy you whatever you needed. Yeah. The rich people were the ones that had cases full of armor and guns. <laughs> yeah, stuff you would use. <clears throat> yep, you would and this was before ammo cases, before grenade cases, um you would literally just Get items grab, cases. grab the gun from the case grab your fort armor and your fast mt from the case and all you would need to do is grab mags buy ammo meds and you're good to go yeah and you were just in and out like it, the amount of time so there was a few things that come from that right the amount of time you spend in raid yeah is increased because you're spending way less time outside of raid yeah <laughs> um you don't have to like make like 900 clicks to figure out who am I selling this to? What do I have to craft? Is this is, you know, like all this other shit. Um, But then like over time, they make more quests. They make the quests more difficult because people are, you know, yeah getting it in in, in reaction to the streamers yeah. max everything out, get bored, and then bitch about <laughs> that there's no end game. Yeah. They go ahead and they add more quests or they make the quests more grindy. Yeah. So all the while, the normal player is just having a worse experience people complain because so many of the quests are basically impossible because they can't keep up with the giga chads with the giga gear with infinite money so then they go ahead and they you know add the the um hideout and they add crafts for all the quest items so now you don't actually have to go get any of the things you can just either buy the components on the flea market or find them, and you just craft your way through the quests. Yeah. So you're clicking your way through the quests. One of the biggest issues that we I used to have, especially when the flea market first came out, was that, like, gunsmith, you just buy your way through gunsmith. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, it So it all it is is, like, you'd spend 300,000 rubles to make 320,000 rubles and get some rep. Like, it was yeah. just clicking for nothing. Well, now, like, so many of the quests are actually like that because of the crafts that you can, um, that you do. So, uh, then because of that, the components for those crafts then become the sought after and most expensive things. Yeah. Whatever the, the current wave of, yes. Oh, everybody's past the pocket watch. Everybody's working on these things. Everybody needs Ford armors. Oh, everybody needs our sasses. There's like a wave of, of like, you know, popularity of these things. um, and then over this, the last few years, they go ahead and they add a bunch of different types of AI with really good gear guarding good loot on maps. Lighthouse, yeah. labs, reserve. Um, the poorly designed <laughs> AI and the gear that they have and the loot that they're guarding just becomes farmable, right? It's just too good yeah. for people to farm them. So then, this leads to massive inflation in gear and the amount of money people have because now on day X of the wipe, everybody's got level six armor and BP and oh, and blah blah blah. Right now, BSG doesn't like that, so in order to balance that, they don't actually fix the AI or fix any of the things or balance anything properly. They just turn their reaction time up to eleven and make the main bots, and then they they're basically impossible (laughs) for normal normal players. Yeah, the min Maxi giga Chad, you know, got to do everything the best way and the fastest way. Exploit the poor AI by like leaning through yeah. fucking door jam cracks, and the average player suffers. Yep. Um. Now, along with buffing the AI to make them OP, they then nerf the gear that the AI has and the gear that the AI is guarding. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. The loot. Like now you yeah. go to red key card room and there's nothing <laughs> there. You go to, you know, yeah. um, lighthouse and there's like nothing there half the time. Yeah. And even though the, those guys are rocking eight, five, five ammo, they've got dog shit guns. I mean, yeah. like, okay guns, but like not, yeah. you know, the greatest, but they're always kind of jacked up with shitty ammo, sometimes yeah. not even wearing armor. Yeah. So basically only the Chad's, you know the min maxi guys they go through they take everything because now there's only one person amount of gear in all of the fucking like uh rogue camp then as the games blows up in popularity rmt surges yep which subsidizes the never-ending cheating economy yep and then to try and reduce the rmt they make a bunch of changes you can't drop shit for friends we're going to turn up the flea market fees to the point where like, you can't actually sell the key cards and all the other shit that you get. That's good. Um, yeah, you can't. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. You see the cycle.
2: Like, you know what I mean? You just listed like four different
1: things and you can see the cycle. So a million things have all contributed to basically pushing the game the viable gameplay <laughs> yeah. to the edges to the yes. boundaries. Yeah. You either need to squat up and min-max and cheese and you know exploit or whatever you have to do to basically make it so that like PvP can be viable, which either involves going in with a bunch of people mm-hmm. um or cheesing AI or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's the fastest, most amount of, you know, combat, blah, blah, blah. That's one side, which is the Shift W, Giga Chad stuff that, like, Nikita doesn't like, right? Like, the stereo. And then on the other side, it's the other people can't compete. So they fucking goblin goblin in a bush until nobody's around and fill their backpack up with bolts and other components that are worth money. And everybody this is my contention i don't have statistics on this yeah but my contention is that like 70 percent of the community is in the middle and they play more like me yeah which is which is like they play solo maybe the duo every now and then if their friends are also like home from work and their Mm wives haven't you know and they go into raids and they go through and they do the quests and when they have some money they upgrade their hideout and they engage in pvp whenever they can when it comes across their fight they don't run you know that and that has become the least viable yes the least fulfilling economically yeah because there's a million taxes (sighs) on on every single raid
2: that's a really good point that we've talked before about how the multiple systems in the game push the most viable game plays to the extreme and I think you put that in a really good way but we have what we haven't really acknowledged before that as soon as you said it I couldn't have agreed with more is that that I would bet my account that the lion's share of the community don't want to play either of those ways all the time sometimes it's fun to shift W when you have a bunch of money and you don't care and sometimes it's fun to just go goblin mode me and Trey used to do that we would just like just crawl around labs just for the fun to go goblin loot mode but I would say that most of the community, most of the time, doesn't necessarily want to pin themselves to either one of those gameplay styles. So that's a really good point. So that means that a lot of the people a lot of the time feel in the middle and they feel and, and it
1: feels like you're fighting the game. yeah so mean basically in a nutshell to me, it seems like if if you go in and you kill a PMC yeah. or two. And you kill two or three scabs. yeah. And you take the stuff that makes sense off of them, yeah. And then you loot, you know, a little bit here and there. Maybe you have a key that you unlock for a room. And if you were able to survive fifty percent of the time, you should have a positive yeah, income. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but right now it's totally the <laughs> other, the opposite, right? When you die, you have to pay seventeen thousand rubles to heal. You need to buy fill up your water and your energy mm-hmm. which is probably another 20,000 rubles not to mention the fact that you probably never ate and drink the things you bought before for the yeah, last yeah. raid in your backpack mm-hmm. it's 70,000 for insurance yeah. if you do pick up the guns and and the armor half the stuff you can't sell on the flea market yeah when you repair it it's mad expensive yeah you either need to or you need to buy all these repair kits the armor repair kits go way faster than the weapon repair kits yeah um and they cost half a million fucking rubles mm mm-hmm. It's like it's just wild that I feel like the normal yeah. way that most people play and that I think Nikita would want people to play or like yep. go through play kind of smart. It's it's the least viable way economically.
2: Yeah. And I think and I think like uh, if if you know if what the, the changes these past few. OK, so like the changes that came have all been amazing changes. And the biggest W for me outside of just like the stamina and movement changes has been that the recoil changes have been an ongoing thing because what I was worried about originally was, here you go, your babies. Here's a flat reduction to recoil and a flat reduction to camera recoil. But that wasn't what they did. they They've been continually uh, uh, updating and adjusting. And so that made me think that like, okay, maybe Trey's video, your video, and the commu- and and the response from the community, actually showed them a different perspective and and they went, oh, that's interesting. That doesn't necessarily line up with what we want. Let's make some changes. And if that's true, I think this is another one of the, I'm not saying like Veritas make another video. I know it's, you know, I'm sure you've been asked like, hey, can you make a video about this? But, but I do think that that's, this is another one of those areas where like everything you just said makes so much sense. And I would have bet that elaborated, really black and white like that for Nikita, he would be like, no, I want people in the middle. I don't want people in bushes all raid. And I don't want people shift Wing all raid. I want it to feel like the raid series. I want it to feel like squads or people moving through. And so, but then you have to ask, okay, well, does the game give us that experience? And it really does. I mean, I, we have been saying this for so long. This isn't like an epiphany we just had. Like it really doesn't. It really doesn't do that. It doesn't push people towards that, that middle ground pushes people completely to either end and it's hard because like there's a lot of things at play here like the flea market affected a lot of these things you know what i mean like uh, the the, being able to sell and just like have everything turn into money but uh, another thing that i feel like um another thing that i feel like has an effect is that at least it seems from the outside man that that BSG like thinks i don't know it just it feels like BSG thinks there are more streamers than there are is is one way to put it i had somebody in my chat the other day trying to convince me that at least 50% of the tarkov players were level 40 or above and i was like no way <laughs> you know what i mean like yeah no way but it 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 just feels like to me that you know, we saw these dudes with a bajillion rubles and and farming all the things, and then they just, like, nerfed everything into into the ground, not realizing that that then makes it so only those people that had 80 million rubles now have access to the thing because they farm it more. You know what I mean? So
1: Yeah, so, I mean, uh, a bunch of the people in chat are, I feel like, kind of getting it twisted a little bit, and I, and I want to clarify a few things. So, one, it's not about casuals no it's about a, a particular gameplay loop yeah which back in the day the gameplay loop was you go in you raid you kill you grab some shit you exfil mm-hmm. it wasn't you start the game up you look at you you make sure all your crafts are going and you get fuel in your thing you see what is trending on the fucking flea market and sell whatever stuff you have and then do your scav run on Lighthouse so that you can min-max the amount of loot that you can get out while completely avoiding pretty much all actual PvP. Yeah. Just to then get out, sell stuff on the flea market, and do some more crafts. And then do a PMC raid. Yeah. And when you do that, either play one of two different ways, which are both on the extremes. Yeah. Um, the... It's not that it's hard to make money. Yeah. Because it's not hard to make money. Yep. But I think for the majority of players, yep. it's almost impossible to have fun yep. and play money without feeling like you're p- playing a mobile game like where you have to just do your goddamn taxes in between raids. Yep. And then it, that's all exacerbated by the fact that you get into a raid after you spent, like, I spent 45 minutes. Selling stuff just to be able to get two loadouts ready. Yeah. The other day. And I had a total of like 19 seconds and two raids. Yeah. So 45 minutes of clicking for less than 30 seconds of raiding. Yeah. And then I was back to zero rubles and I had to get back to selling.
2: Yep. And I think, and I would go out on a limb to say that of the people that type in chat, making money is easy, I have 41 million rubles, that I would I would say there's like a 98% chance that person has 2,000 plus hours in the game or
1: hasn't PvP'd in six months. They have 700 yeah. scav runs yeah. and three PMC raids and they're goblins. And the thing
2: is, is if you never go for PvP and you only scav, that's fine. And if and if you want to make money, that's fine. If you have 2,000 hours in the game and have a bunch of money, me too. I'm not ragging on people that have thousands of hours in the game that have money. I have money. I have 12 million rubles and I have 6,000 hours in the game. What we're saying is, is it's been made pretty clear, especially recently, that they want Tarkov to feel like the Raid series and to feel like the trailers they make and to feel like the lore that they make. And it's pretty clear that playing that way is never involved in a positive net worth. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's what we're saying. It's We're not saying you, you're stupid. You're stupid, stupid. Ban you. Ban you for having 6,000 hours.
1: I don't want to change anything about any of those people.
2: Exactly. When it's not like ban you because you hide in a bush or ban you because you have a lot of experience. But what you're saying when it's like, I have 41 million rubles. It's easy. You know what I mean? Like, sit down and play a game of chess against someone with 5,000 hours and have that person say, just beat me, you idiot. Chess is easy. Yeah, You are not considering what it was like to be new to this game or to only have a few hours a week to play or to have thousands of hours of experience but just not enjoy the Shift W lifestyle. You're thinking, I make money, it's easy, F everybody else. You know what I mean? So just like, shut up. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's pretty it's pretty clear that what I, yeah, I don't know what you, I, I completely agree at least with, with what you're saying that it's like, it just pushes people to the edge. And if you can't, what, like, you know what I mean? Like I am in the category of the guy with thousands of hours and has a bunch of money and metas and shift W's,
1: but, but it, it's just like, well, so here's, here's a big thing. They've, they keep needing to address the fact that they're making, because they make it so Easy and risk free. Yeah, to print money infinitely with the flea market and the hideout. Yeah, those mini games that some people like and they love. You know th- th- that time. Be it there's massive inflation. So what BSG needs to do to counter that, that one specific way of playing the game yeah. is make everything else mega expensive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which doesn't affect the other people because they're literally printing money. All they need is the printer and the ink and the money's coming. Yeah. So they've inadvertently just punished normal players. It's not even that they're yeah. afraid to shift W. It's just you've You. you they made it so that you have to spend so much fucking time doing this other stuff yeah. <clears throat> that it's no longer viable. If, so here's what I would propose. <laughs> here's what I would propose. And I'm sure that there's... Million different things you can do to tweak this or whatever. I would get rid of post raid healing entirely. The the features left over, it's it's a fucking yeah. tailbone. It's a vestige of a of a, a problem that doesn't exist. It was introduced to get rid of hatchlings. Yeah, it never did that. It never yeah. actually did that. Um, and when you die, reset your health to full. Reset your fucking energy and your water to full. They need to reduce the amount. That it costs to repair armor and they need to re- like make it so that like morphine and Salewa are like 8,000 rubles each mm. rather than 30,000 rubles each. Yeah. And make it so that insurance isn't what it is now because it's 10 times what it used to be. Yeah, dude. And the, yeah, the insurance. Because then thing. you can get, because you can get into a raid for 200,000 rubles rather than 500,000 rubles. Yeah. And you've now tripled the amount of raids people could do per dollar. Yeah. Yep. It, it all just comes down to like someone in chat saying it, 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 it they have no respect for our time. Yeah. Either the people who don't want to spend the time don't enjoy spending the time or don't have the time to sit and play the mini game of the flea market and the hideout. Um now another another element too is add my quick sell feature that I proposed two fucking years ago. Yep. Because when you make it so that you can when it to sell to be able to l- figure out yeah. where to sell your junk items to either on the flea or to which trader and for how much with my proposed feature it's three clicks rather than right now it's like fifty clicks per fucking item yeah. to go back and forth and look on a wiki and all this other stuff all of those things would just make the experience infinitely more enjoyable for people and then like what what's the downside yeah the rich get richer and then now all the rest of us aren't poor yeah
2: yeah and what's the difference between 40 million and 80 million rubles literally nothing yeah nothing literally nothing so so yeah and and we can talk about those things too we can talk about how to potentially prevent cuz like we we've talked about many times there are ways that the game could be a little bit more intuitive to prevent the ability for those people that play a ton to just infinitely print money, while not completely obliterating the people who don't play a lot. I think there's a lot of ways we've talked about putting more things found in raid, but as a as a temporary stop, or or, or not as temporary, but as a part of that solution, doing some of those things mean that mean that the the player experience for everybody else that isn't in that category is infinitely better and it's crazy because
1: if you want three clicks <laughs> yeah, go play CS. I
2: that. that's the most that's the that that wins the most brain dead i'm just gonna read it again you want three clicks go play cs maybe L- literally the most brain dead thing i've read in twitch chat in probably six months he
1: unironically did the whole, dude, the more clicks is hardcore. Yeah,
2: like, as a not joke, as a not joke, what that insinuates is that, like, more clicks to sell an item <laughs> means Escape from Tarkov is more hardcore, <laughs> and if you go play CS, if you want, dude, how more many clicks. clicks is
1: too many clicks, I wonder, does he want to double the clicks? How many clicks does it take to get to the center of his... Tiny brain,
2: bro. Should we do more clicks? That holy cow! I completely lost my train of thought. Um. Also, if you were a, it, what we're saying is the same thing about the movement, about the economy. The, the and, and so I want to say if your if your gut is like, all this sucks. Veritas wants to make the game easy. Take us, but you enjoyed the changes these past week? Take a hot, a hot second and think about the movement and, and all that, the inertia and the weight changes and all that stuff. Everybody wanted that stuff back in the day because the Giga Chads were floating on moon boots and running around with full stuff. And then it took us a few years for a lot of us to realize that they were good changes, but they were way overtuned and they were all. Really balanced in a vacuum, and when you smushed them together, they made the experience bad. And what we did was, we didn't take us all the way back to Moon Boots. We took us somewhere in the middle, and almost unanimously—the closest thing to unanimously this community's ever seen—everybody went, "Good job!" So what we're Good saying, "Good job!
1: Thank God you're a genius and you, yeah. you so changed the what game." What we're saying is.
2: Back in the day, a lot of these features weren't in the game, and a lot of these things weren't in the game, and people did this, and the same thing. A lot of changes were made. Some of those changes in a vacuum were good changes. All of those changes interacting with each other mean whether you can make money or not, the large majority of the player base is just punched in the dick for no reason. That's not hardcore. Clicking delete 7,000 rubles to heal is not hardcore, right? You know what I mean? like. Yeah. And what we're saying is, don't get rid of the flea market, don't get rid of the hideout, but now to look at all these changes, not in a vacuum, look at them and how they interact and what happens to the player as a result, and make some changes and maybe dial it back. All right, so everybody, just you know, take a, a chill pill and and think about it
1: through that lens. It's the same about- thing that happened with the movement, and think about how many players were like the. The Giga Chad the hyper PVP, you know, the, all the young yeah. cracked kids. People were saying, You're wrong because those guys don't have any trouble in combat, exactly. So, you're wrong. And then those guys are saying, Oh my god, you saved the game, yes. you've made it better. Yes, the, the same fundamental misunderstanding yeah. about why these are problematic issues, like. People forget how they're like. Oh, yeah. you know, I never really, th- I never understood how much of a difference these changes could make to the gameplay. Yeah. I, I can't. I never had the perspective. I love what you did there, but over here, I'm just going to go ahead and say you're completely wrong, and I totally disagree. Yeah. And I must understand fully what you're, yeah. the nuance of your argument. It's like it's. Oh my god! I, I'm. I'll just go ahead and say I'm. I'm right on this in exactly the same way yeah. as i was right on that it's it's the the context and the nuance and the history of how all of these things came about yeah. and in in the specific ways in which they hurt the gameplay yeah that weren't obvious to people before yeah and i think it's one of those things that uh i agree you know nikita could fucking tweak in a couple of minutes yeah
2: and i agree and this is one of those things where if you think if your gut reaction is oh well this makes the game easy, it makes it Fortnite, it makes it casual, you're wrong. You're wrong. It's the essence, we've talked about this many times so we don't have to we don't have to harp on it again, but the essence of what makes Tarkov a hardcore game and a brutal game and a punishing game is not how many clicks it takes to sell something on the flea market. It's not these tedious little things. You're just wrong it might it does make the game less enjoyable and if your desire is the least enjoyable game possible then sure maybe your opinion is right but but you're wrong about that it doesn't make the game less hardcore it doesn't take away the essence of tarkov you know what i mean like we have you know we have a thousand billionaires and 10 million people with 30,000 rubles in their stash all right G- that's no, not but
0: those but those people dispersion.
1: Are, you know what I mean? Like it's less fun for everybody. Everybody with all that money, though. So many of those people, they think like I've overcome this thing and I earned it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. In just the same way that people who were bad at the game before were winning more fights because it was coin flippy RNG. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People, so. There was something I was gonna say and I just spaced I just spaced what it was. No. Um Yeah, fuck. Oh, okay. Here, here yeah, here's what I, I was gonna say. Comeback. There's there's like a a <laughs> threshold. There's a threshold where, you know, like let's say you survive hundred percent of your raids. Obviously it's full profit, yeah. right? Let's say you survive 0% of your raids. You're not going to make any money. Yeah. There's a threshold where it's like, all I'm saying is that I feel like most people, the majority, the average player who should be able to succeed and prosper, they don't have to be billionaires, but like, you know, have enough money to, to, to wear some, some mid tier kit every raid. Yeah the line there below the line now and that line is there not because Nikita meant it to be there it wasn't this specific thing it was a million changes that pushed the line higher and higher and higher and higher and excluded more and more and more people and more and more play styles that Nikita doesn't read like this is another one of those cases where I'm telling people if they disagree with me then they I genuinely believe they disagree with Nikita. Yeah, yeah. And what he wants. Yeah. And the proof will be in the pudding when I make this proposal to Nikita and I explain it to him and he recognizes. Yeah. Where we are now and where the economy is. Like, you think Nikita knows where that threshold is of like, you know, you need to survive 30 percent or 60 percent? Like, of yeah. course not. Yeah. I don't think anybody does, but. I think I have a pretty good idea based on the calculations that I've done and all the things that I've I've looked into. It just, like, to get into a raid, it just costs way, 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 way too much money. Yep. And then couple that with all the other bullshit, it's too—it's just too fucking—it's <laughs> too much. The rent is too damn high.
2: The rent is too damn high. And you know what's crazy, too, is, like, I, I really truly believe that, like, I, I think— well, I mean, we've seen the, in the Tarkov community a lot that just like change is, change is, just bad. You know what I mean? What so? What I find interesting is I would bet that every single one of the things you changed, you you mentioned, if those things were changed in the game, you it would nobody would complain. It would you like if they made if they made a, a quick sell slot, nobody would retweet that and be like L. You know what I mean? Like everybody would exactly. be like, yeah. but if you say, if you say, or I say, I want a quick sell slot. Somebody says, "Go play CS if you want less than three clicks." If you say, if they took away after post rate healing, I would bet my entire six thousand hour account. Nobody would retweet that and say, "I can't believe they took away post rate healing." But when a, when a player, when you do it, or I do it, or Landmark does it, or Pestley does it, it's you're trying to casualize the game. And and the flip side of that. Is every one of those changes when they were added to the game were unanimously complained about? Yep. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and so it's just, it's it's almost not even like worth discussing or like reading chat or like, you know what I mean? Because it's I don't I don't know where
1: Dude, they're just gatekeeping. Yeah, I don't they, know they, where they it just
2: came from. This like, I don't know, man. I, I I sometimes I feel like it's back to that lifeboat theory, man, where it's like this. This game is hard. It's known for being hard. I've pushed through what makes it hard, so that makes me better. And any threat to that, any threat to some of what makes it hard, whether what makes it hard is beneficial to the game like some mechanics are or not beneficial to the game like some of the mechanics we're talking about, that means I did less good of a thing by coping and pushing through and achieving
1: the success. You know what I mean? Like, No, dude... You got, then you got dudes like this guy who's saying he likes post raid healing because he can get that XP. He can choose to, he can choose whether or not he wants to pay or use the grizzly. Think about what you're fucking talking about. You're talking about needing to heal your PMC after you are dead. (laughs) Yeah. It's nonsense. It doesn't make sense whether or not you like, there's some cool thing that comes from it. It's nonsense. Yeah. It was there to try to prevent basically an exploitative um yeah. gameplay of people hatchlings before Found and Raid. Yeah. I I'm pretty sure it was added like between when they added the flea market, but before Found and Raid, because what would happen is there was only like one Bitcoin or one Ledx yeah. spawn. The hatchling would sprint in, be faster than everybody, get to the Ledx, put it in their container, and disconnect. Yeah. And this at least made it so that they'd have to pay twenty thousand rubles yeah. as like a tax. Well, now when you go in and I wipe a fucking six man squad and then I die every other raid, I it's just a tax on that that's left yeah. over from some bullshit from three years ago. But because people are used to it. Because people are used to it and they like it because they get to choose it's no. like, give me a fucking break. Honestly, it's to me, it feels like it's like almost like Stockholm syndrome. Yeah. No, no, no. I love, I love that he beats me and keeps me shackled up because I would otherwise, I would be out in the cold, you know? <laughs> yeah. I would be on the cold. I, at least I have a warm concrete floor to lie on between beatings. Yeah. Like give me a fucking break. I don't understand. Yeah. And, uh, oh, now I was
2: going to say that I forgot.
1: Yeah.
2: I, I, oh, oh, and, um, And it's it feels really hard for people to imagine that we can take something away and that that there could be a more elegant solution. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like and and that's kind of the point here is, like you said, there are a lot of mechanics left over that fix problems we don't have. Right. Like hatchlings aren't a problem. People being able to run in, put a ledex up their butt, disconnect from the raid, and then sell that ledex on the flea market for a million rubles and print money. That is not even we we don't have the problem anymore. But done. Case closed. We don't have that problem anymore. But fixes to that problem are still in the game. And there's a lot of those things. And once again, the the proposal here isn't just take away all the mechanics of the game and make the game Fortnite. The the proposal is dig out some of the things that fix problems we don't have. And then go back and look at some of the other fixes for the problems we do have and create more elegant solutions to them. You know what I mean? Like a huge... And, and you want to know a great example of this? And you want to know something that almost unanimously the community got behind? bosses at five percent in the beginning of the wipe you know what i mean everybody was like where are the bosses where are the bosses and that's that's a not elegant solution to the problem it's like we have the cool bosses and the cool ai and they want them to have cool loot and but we don't want people to farm them so we'll just make them not there even though there are quests that say go kill them or even though even separated from the quests it's a cool mechanic of the game, like it's a cool part of the game, b- making the raids dynamic and running into a boss, and so, and then you have th- that disperses. So, uh, th- doubly unelegant about it is that it disperses differently to the bosses. Sturman only has one spawn, one spawn, so even at five percent, he's relatively easy because you just you just keep going. You know what I mean? SJ six run to the middle, but Killa has forty spawns, so at five percent. You could go 100 raids without seeing Killa and maybe 10 raids without seeing Sturman. And then it insta-kills you it the one time you actually see. It doesn't evenly. So they, they see yeah. a problem, and that problem is to make a game mechanic they made worse. You know what I mean? Just take it out of the game. Like, how is that an elegant solution? And people go, well, that's a good thing because we don't want people farmable. And it's like, man, let's let's just roll this back and throw something else at the wall and see what sticks, right? Yeah. Sturman, nobody's worried about you farming Sturman. Why? Because he doesn't have armor. He doesn't have a helmet. He doesn't have good meds on him. He has an SVD, which not many people like, and an AK. A stock AK. Nobody's been worried about farming Sturman. So why does Sturman get the same ridiculous changes that the other bosses get, right? So it's like, you kind of have to admit that there's some... So like, that's a good example of ch- the changes could be different. They could be a little bit more eloquent than what what's in the game. But I don't know. I don't know. I don't understand why some some of these other things are just like so hard for people to wrap their heads around.
1: I, I mean, ultimately, people they they look at the way that the game is now, and if they think that they're in an okay spot, they forget that, like, where the game is now with the economy yeah. and everything like that. It's an accident. Yes. Like, just in the same way Viewed that, like, as like, intentional. like, people were like, the movement that you had before yeah, was yeah, yeah, intentional. Yeah. The speed, the stamina, that's exactly how Nikita wanted it. Yeah, the, the realism crowd Nikita, were
2: dying on that hill until Nikita went, that's not how I want it.
1: <laughs> until, I, until I spoke to Nikita, he saw what I saw and yeah. went, something's fucking wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah. all of those clowns who were like, this is exactly the hardcore experience. Yeah. They were fucking wrong. That's, nail in the head. It was literally just we ended up you, you turn a bunch of knobs and you end up with an end yeah. result that you don't intend. Yeah. And that's the way that the economy is now. Yeah. But people say, oh, well, you know what? I'm in an okay position. So don't change it. Yeah. Maybe they're scared that no longer they will be able to fucking flea market, farm their way through, you know, maybe they're worried, maybe not. Maybe they're just being like selfish gatekeeping douchebags yeah. and they think Oh, well, I've made it, and the reason why you haven't, it's your fault. Exactly. I think it's the other way. I don't think they're
2: worried they can't make it if things change. I think they're worried that more people could make it if things change.
1: They're not special anymore. If everyone yeah. has forty million, I think I think that's a big part of it. Obviously, not everybody.
2: You know what I mean? Not everybody. If you got offended by me saying that, it might be you. You might be the drama. You know what I mean? But obviously, not everybody. But I but I do think a lot. Of, I I think that's part of it. Is it's just like I've I've got forty million, and so many people don't, and so I feel special. And the thing is, is once again the last thing i'd want is for this conversation to be reduced to veritas and Jesse want everybody to have 40 million you're still looking at it wrong if that's your thing right i don't want anybody to i don't care if anybody does or doesn't have 40 million i want the mechanics of the game to service actual like skill right and if you are good and if you can be proficient and if you do play a lot i'm fine if you have 40 million or 60 million or a hundred million but 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 I want to be able to foster that skill and, and those mechanics, and, and, and I want the economy to be intentional, whether it's intentionally something I don't like or I do like, you know, whatever, but exa- but exactly, uh, in a lot of ways, it's not intentional.
1: It's,
0: and there, it's and not there are intentional. People,
1: and there are people that say, I've been playing for less time than you. Veritas, you're way better than me. You have more experience. You got, you're better in combat. Why do I have 40 more million rubles than you? Yeah. Well, the reason why is it's not because they're better than me. Yeah. It's just because the their particular play style is one that isn't punished by the poor design. Yeah. 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 And mine and is and you want to
2: continue to play the game the way that you enjoy to play the game. And it and and, yeah. and the game design punishes that.
1: Yeah. And, and also I would argue that I think that the way I play is arguably closer to the yeah, intended, to like, yeah, the, the, the intended the gameplay series. loop and style. Uh that Nikita would want more so than the ultimate rat and the ultimate yeah. Chad, so
2: and a lot of times it's just like take like take take the two take the two to the logical conclusion, you know what I mean like like extrapolate you know what I mean a lot of the changes what the changes that we agree on here, the logical conclusion the extrapolate all the way to the end isn't that everybody has a hundred million rubles, nor is it nobody has a hundred million rubles. it's that there are there are. It, it's a gradient and yeah, not yeah. 50-50. 50, 50, 50 was zero 50 with a hundred or 64 or whatever. It's a gradient. It's that you fu- you come across people at different <clears> skill <throat> levels at different player levels with different amounts of money with different proficiencies that people that play slow, feel like they can be g- good people that play fast, play good. That landmark still W can that Rengar still W can that tower still sniping. It's not that we want to get rid of any of that, but it was just, there we just want to make room for more and, and that there's a gradient, you know what I mean? And so, yeah, that's. I I don't know. Um. Yeah, before.
0: Um, <laughs> before are you
1: are you seeing the same? I think you're seeing the, all the same messages that I'm. Uh, yeah, sharing. I mean, yeah. I, I ref, I'm refusing to adapt, just like I refuse to adapt with the stamina and the weight.
2: Yeah, and yeah. So before and then I be- fix the game for everyone. Before we move on. <laughs> Before we move on as we yet again as we yet again come to the the the, the desire to want to bonk people in chat and or or the desire to to restrain ourselves from it I w- we would like to take a second to thank the sponsor for this <laughs> this episode um, but seriously though we'd like to take a second and uh, a brief second to thank the sponsor for this episode and that is better help um, if you've been around here, you guys know for for a while we've been a uh, partner with them and we've been working with them for, for a while, which is cool. Um, we both have kind of like personal experiences with BetterHelp. But if you're not sure what BetterHelp is, um, it's basically an online platform um, to, to get help, to talk to um, licensed therapists. And it's a really easy and cool platform. Um, layout and way for you to talk to somebody, whether you're struggling with anxiety or whether you like really, really need help with something specific, you know, something I say all the time as someone who went through a, a, like five years of, of therapy with somebody, I, I think like what I ended up arriving at is I've talked about this before that, you know, it's, it's a preventative thing too. You know what I mean? We, we don't only eat healthy when there's big problems, but Eating healthy can help you prevent big problems. You know what yeah. I mean. And so uh, BetterHelp,
1: I have personal experience with, and it's been really, really cool. I mean, he, here, here's the deal: without BetterHelp and without therapy, Chaboy wouldn't have made the video he yeah, made. Yeah, we wouldn't have gotten to the video. Wouldn't. No, I would have. I would have fucking given up. I would have given up. Yeah. And uh, the 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 two the two weekly sessions I had, the one the week before my video came out, and the one the week after, I can't explain how different those went, yeah. um, yeah, it's, it's massive. Um, and it's just one of those things. Mental health shouldn't be stigmatized. Don't let people, uh, don't let, don't let people stigmatize y- you. Yeah. Like enjoying for sure your life. That's um, the,
2: yeah, that's the most ridiculous thing. Um, so yeah, so this, this episode is sponsored by better help and, and we really, really thank them for that. Uh, like we said, there's the, there's the two sides of it. There's the sides of like like Veritas was saying, do not let other people or any stigma prevent you from that because, like, it's not worth it. And then the other side of, like, what BetterHelp specifically provides is, like, an amazing evolution in how this works. The ability to communicate via notes to your therapist throughout the week. The ability to instantly switch to somebody else if because it's all about finding somebody that you can vibe with, that you can be honest with, that you can talk to. And so th- th- this BetterHelp really, like, pushes that envelope forward and helps um, so it's awesome. Once again, a, just a huge thank you for, to better help for sponsoring this episode and working with us these past few months. Um, if you want to live a more empowered life therapy can get you there, visit better help.com slash podcast today to get 10% off your first month. That is better help. H E L P.com slash podcast. Thank you again. Better help for sponsoring this episode.
1: Do it. Just do, do
2: it. it. Do the thing. Um, yeah, yeah. But, but yeah, I, I mean, ultimately, when it comes down to, with Tarkov, like, I'm sad to see, I mean, it, yeah, I don't know, you haven't, like, made a video about it or, or anything, Or it's just kind of anecdotally through conversations we've had with Chad, but I'm sad to see some, like, a lot of resistance to, like, Applying the logic that brought the single biggest W in Tarkov history to just other parts of Tarkov, right? You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it, it's it, it's the same logic as we <clears throat> laid out of, uh, and 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 some level of empathy can be extended to Battle State games in some ways that like like we said in a vacuum, a lot of these things were to address specific problems we had. It's just maybe we don't have some of those problems anymore. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, kill is such an easy example. You know what I mean? Like, he spawned 80% of the time in one spot, and he couldn't physically move or shoot when you were applying damage to him. So bring a Keter, right? Yeah. And so many changes were made to him, and that's and none of those problems are there. He can shoot you while you're shooting him. He doesn't spawn at all, and he spawns nowhere consistent. Yeah. But kill is still the same way, and it's like, well, who wouldn't want some of those things reverted? And so, it's just, uh, yeah, it's interesting.
1: And the, and the the issues with the design and the balancing, like, ignore ignore whether or not you think that everybody should be able to make money. Like, ignore ignore yeah. all of that stuff. Remember, we're in a, we're it's it's a beta, right? The it's, beta. It's it's a beta. A million things are going to change. The game's going to be completely different yeah. when we have all these things. We're going to wipe a dozen fucking times before, you know, 1.0 comes out or, you know. Yeah. So, and then think about all of the issues that we have. Invisible players, no sound, fucking busted net code, 20 frames on streets. Yep. Like, the fact that you're constantly getting completely bent over by all of these things yeah. outside of your control... I just find it absurd that like someone can be experienced clearly competent at the game like myself and because of all of the bullshit that I have to run into and some of the tweaks with the economy it's effectively like impossible for me to play without spending most of my time yeah. in my stash clicking and selling shit. Yeah. I just want to raid. Yeah. That's all I want. And and honestly like there's probably so many people with less experience that are just not as good at the game as I am. And I'm not saying, I'm not even saying I'm good. I feel like I'm middle of the road that are struggling even more than me. So,
2: yeah, dude, it's funny. Like, I I know this person in chat said this as a a joke. You made the 20 PMCs, uh, 20 frames. And he was like, just buy a a beast PC. What's the problem? And and I'm, I'm, that's funny. Like, I'm not like, that's hilarious, but that's the logic of a lot of the, like, Resistance to the changes, you know. What I mean, that's the that's the logic of like I have forty million, get good. It's like, well, I have a forty ninety and a and a top of the line thing, you know. Just get more frames, idiot. And
1: it's like that's such a it, that's such. Yeah, a, I've got a ninety seven hundred K yeah. and a fucking thirty eighty, and I get. Fifty frames these days on even like maps yeah. that used to be optimized. No, yeah, and, 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 I, and like and I said, I the chatter and I, I know it was sarcasm. I'm saying it's it's funny because like yeah, it yeah, yeah.
2: sarcastically like made a, a poignant point. Is what I say. So yeah. I'm not. I, I totally understood your thing was sarcastic.
1: I just think so I, Getting in the getting in a battle bit and getting 450 woo! FPS, and I think I we played for like four hours and I think we spent less than sixty seconds out of the game damn i spend i spend more than 60 seconds when i alt f 4 the game because i have to yeah to wait for it to the fucking dot exe to kill its process when
2: i get out of a raid it takes me more than 60 seconds to just get to my stash Uh, like a a lot of times um like seals like i'm ready for the next one like he's gotten to his stash he's put everything from his backpack, he drank his water, he had his food, and then he went back to the lobby,
1: and I'm like, I'm not a mustache yet, bro. Dude, you know what? You know what's actually a different way to to put this, too? This could be solved in a number of different ways that doesn't even need to be economy. Like, what I really want is to just raid with some gear. Yeah, yeah. That's actually what I really want. So you could look at it like one thing that just came to mind. Imagine if I could take a scav junk box and i could say transfer this to the scavs to sell for you and imagine what they did was they went through and every like five minutes sold things for you for like 80 percent of the lowest flea market thing so you you wouldn't get as much as you could but it would just be automated behind the under under the covers just like a craft is So that I could basically be turning my fucking garbage into money so that when I get out of a raid, I can quickly buy a Salewa and an SJ6 and repair my armor and get into another raid. Yeah. Right? Like, that isn't me saying I want the game to be (laughs) easier or more casual. It's not saying that I have a hard time making money. The game is the same. It's just I I, don't—I just want a raid. That's all I want. That's all I want. (laughs) Yep. Yep. Um. <laughs> the game will die off if it's fast to do raids. Man, I, you've got to love the. That is. I'm invited. We need him, special guest on the next cow. episode, because I need to have this conversation as to why There's no people way actually a, playing the game that was a and a enjoying real
2: it. Chat message. I hope that was sarcasm, too. I don't think so. Please, God. Um, Okay, so to move on to to other Tarkov related topics, uh, I wanted to talk a little bit about um, the W, which was the changes that were made and how many changes have been made since that first week. You know what I mean? So, Mm -hmm. um, okay, so multiple times. There have been passes on more guns and their recoil dispersion. So, like, uh, like th- for instance, the, the SCAR-L and the RD-704 after that initial pass were busted because it was flat. It was like everybody got 20% less camera recoil. Everything got, you know, less recoil dispersion. And it was like, yo. And so, like, they were really quick to adjust that. Multiple other times, more... Guns were adjusted. So, like, they made some AKs. They just recently went back and, like, the AK-74U and a bunch of that stuff, and they re- they made those better while nerfing the Scar-L again because the Scar-L was already really good. So, like, they've continued to balance that out. That's been a W. They uh, took some of the ammos and some of the ammos that had, like, it added to the recoil of the gun, and they reduced that amount. W. This is something we've specifically talked about on the podcast before. We've talked about... When we talk about the weight system, when we talk about the real heavy armors, like the Gen 4 full, the one with the arms and the thing. And we were like, we were like, there should be a a positive to the negative, which like <laughs> I remember saying this to you on the podcast. It almost makes me think they were listening. I was like, imagine a Gen 4 had like 150 durability. And you were like, Yeah, like it could tank. The Thor armor, the redut armor, and the Gen 4 full all had their max durabilities increased while having their movement penalties decreased. W, um, the flea market fee was reduced by 30%. W, um, they increased the uh, the play area for capturing outposts on shoreline so you can get kills on the bridge to the pier and a little bit in front of the gas station there. That was a good change. They made some more adjustments to recoil again. Um, they changed some ammos. Oh, and then... They what they did just yesterday was the skills at which your weapon sorry the rate at which you gain weapon skills so sniper assault rifle recoil control were increased by forty percent, which is fine because I feel like seven people got recoil control you know every wipe you know what I mean yeah uh, and that benefits sniper skill because that skill sucks to level, um, and then the. The change that they made, reducing the ergo hit and movement penalty to the armors, they did to the helmets, so we'll feel even more mobile and even snappier and even less ergo, uh, you know, hit to our guns.
1: And it still won't be cod, and and it It still still won't be be laser beam. It's still yeah.
2: So a lot of under the cover Ws since that that change did you see the temporary accidental buff to bcp fmj yes it got buffed to wait it got buffed to 50 pen right yeah but but like it did get buffed that day to uh it went from 31 pen to 36 pen which was fine but then for some reason for like an hour it was 50 pen and 83 damage and it was like the best round and you could buy like 1200 of it you know what i mean Um, anyways, so a lot of under the cubby, under the cubby use under the cover W's. So it's been, uh, it's been really cool to see that, that those changes, like the biggest thing I was hoping was that I hope that the, the core of the issues landed with BSG and Nikita and not just the symptoms. And that's what makes me think they've like, whether it was your video or somebody else's video or somebody whispering in Nikita's ear, it was a huge, just like weight lifted. That like they've continually made these changes and it keeps pushing us into the better direction. You know what I mean? Yeah. So
1: that's dope. Um, so yeah, I just want to take a second to do that. Have you? I, I can't. I can't wait for them to f- fix some of these issues that seem yeah. newish, the performance and stuff. Yeah, like the something, invisible something... bug. Yeah, because the game like when it's not fucked, it still feels fucking amazing. Exactly.
2: Exactly. Um have you I doubt it. But as a as a funny Tarkov anecdote to talk about, have you been keeping up at all with the lightkeeper quest and the lightkeeper quest line? Okay. I I just I not All that, I
1: know I know from thumbnails
2: basically. Yeah, okay. Not that I'm going to, uh, not that I'm going to get a reaction out of you that I don't like exactly think, but I want to, I want to take you on the journey. Okay. So to get the quest from mechanic that begins the quest line of how you are introduced to Lightkeeper, you have to complete a bunch of tasks. It's almost like a mini Kappa. You have to have Punisher part five, bullshit, house arrest, cargo, whatever. It doesn't, quests. And then that quest is turn in four found-and-raid electronic components, four military COFDMs, four gas analyzers, four G phones. Cool. Whatever. Found-and-raid. Then you get network provider part two, where you get a craft to craft some crazy transmitter. You got to plant four of those transmitters. Okay, cool. Then you get, still from mechanic, not from lightkeeper, you get assessment part one, and you have to kill 20 PMCs, On the lighthouse, okay, so before the bridge, because you can't cross the bridge, right, because you blow up, that bridge and that little empty area where the tank is, where nobody goes, you have to go 20 PMCs in that area. There are two reasons why human beings will be there. One, you're on that quest. Two, the raid is six seconds old and you spawned there, and you're running away immediately. I don't know anybody that's done it that hasn't cheesed it. Because, why with, would people? Like friends yeah, or, yeah, yeah. Why would people be there? So you have to kill twenty PMCs in that area. Then you get assessment
1: part two. You got to place a bunch of markers on woods. Then you get assessment part three. Wait, so wait, wait, so sorry, I I can never understand these things. When do you have to be in the area? No, they do. Like the the, the person you she, kill. She, that's fucking more annoying right when it's like you can't control what other people are doing you can't be
2: in the area and snipe people out of the area you have to wait (sighs) for somebody so you could kill a guy and he could be on the other side of an invisible boundary and you would just never know and then you don't get the thing
1: dude someone in chat said my friend did it legit i actually just don't believe it
2: i I, I, it could it can happen if he spent six days you go there if he no if you if if you spent six days playing Lighthouse and every and and just as often as possible, you got the path to short line spawn or no sorry the southern road spawn. You run up and you snipe the guy or the two man of Timmy's or you get lucky and see a, a group of people marking that tank. It's just so and, and we're going to come back to this because the theme here is unnecessarily tedious. So it's not impossible. I'm saying everybody I know that did it, cheesed it. I'm not saying nobody's done it legit. So once you do that, you get assessment part two. You have to place a bunch of markers on woods. Fine. That's it. That's a fine quest. Then you get assessment part three, and you have to eliminate 10 raiders in labs, and you have to turn in 20 SJ1s. Those are craftable. Eight SJ6s. Those are craftable. And two SJ9s. And the only way to get them is, like, get lucky on your scav or in black room. (laughs) So... You just get get good. Get a black key card. Wait, the SJ9s? It's the uh, the thermal. No, no, no. It's the, uh, is that the thermal one? I feel like I have a shit ton of those. You probably have SJ12s.
1: You're probably right. Let yeah. me check. <laughs> It'll lower body temperature by st- seven degrees. I have so, I have a bunch of stims that I just will never yeah. use, yeah. but I'm just keeping them because, you know, yeah. I might need them.
2: Okay. So let's say you find all those stims. Maybe you got lucky. You got them on your thing. Then you get the quest keys to the tower. Okay. And you have to find a bunch of stuff. You have to turn in a bunch more found and raid military circuit board, another COFDM, a working LCD, whatever. And then you have to find the radio transmitter body, which has like, it, you know how um, some of the quests now, when you go into the room where the quest item is in, it's, it can be in like three places now. This can spawn in one of like 50 spawns on the map lighthouse. So every time as long as this quest is active, every time you spawn in, it spawns somewhere. <laughs> and there's like 50 spawns, dude. And so you have to find this thing.
1: And then there's something about that about that particular thing that I I like in and of itself. Yeah. Just maybe not a part of this complete aids like <laughs> yeah sequence i agree
2: then you get knock knock where you get the transmitter body and you actually go to the light keeper you get the thing and then the the first light keeper quest is you have to turn in a bunch of flash drives and then you get another light keeper quest where you have to survive through all of the cars on all, like every map that has a car extract that's fine then you have to do some a streets quest and all of these, every single one of these quests, once you complete it, you have to wait 24 hours until the next one. All of them. Okay? Once you get to Lightkeeper, every single task oh, is gate gatekeeped.
1: God, I fucking, I hate that, yeah. dude.
2: And then there's like a delivery from the past type deal where you have to obtain something, uh, intelligence from Lightkeep, a lighthouse, and then you have to obtain, obtain another intelligence folder from Reserve in RBST, and then you have to stash the two... And if you die, you have to like start over on both maps. Then you have to wait for 24 hours. Then you have to eliminate 25 PMCs on the Sniper Rock, the mountain on Woods, not anywhere on Woods. You have to like 25 PMCs on the Sniper Rock, on Woods. Okay, and find a bunch of materials and turn them in. Then you gotta wait 24 more hours. Then you Dude, have this to, is so fucking yeah. Then you I'm, have to I'm kill getting mad. Gluhar and specifically seven Gluhar guards. He only spawns with six maximum. So you have to find glue hearts twice for this <laughs> for this quest <laughs> and then shoot a yellow flare off somewhere arbitrary wait 24 more hours then eliminate 30 enemies around Kiba using an ash 12 but scavs count but 30 enemies around Kiba using an ash 12 then wait 24 hours then eliminate 20 raiders. And you have to, this this one, you specifically have to get into the black room for this quest. You have to stash something there or search something in there. So kill a bunch of raiders. If you don't have a black key card, get one. 24 hours, then you have to stash a Reap IR and a 338 Lapua suppressor. Then you have to wait 24 hours. Then you have to kill 10 sniper scavs from over 500 meters away. There's like two spots in the game you can you can do it. Which, it's that's fine. I'm 500 meter shots, I think that's awesome. But it's just like, there are... How many? You said 10? 10 sniper scabs. So not just any scabs. Sniper scabs, 500 meters. So there's like a spot on woods and like a really r- janky doodle spot on customs where you can like snipe the one in the silo. And, and you have to reach level 10 sniper skill. Which, small diatribe here. The sniper skill has been one of the most busted skills in the game for a while, in the sense of like it makes no sense. You know, you it's active. I recently
1: talked to Nikita about yeah, this. Yeah.
2: Okay, which is fine. But like, j- just from a from a player's perspective, you're rewarded for doing everything but kill kill a player, as an acknowledgement of how bad that skill was. They gave, they made three quests give you sniper skill. Shooter born in heaven gave you one point. Uh mentor gave you three points. Mentor is literally a quest to just. Buy Sniper skill points, 50,000 um, euros, and um, Tarkov Shooter Part 8, okay? This wipe, instead of fixing the skill, they made those quests give you a set amount of skill points, and that set amount of skill points is much less. So for Mentor, I turned 50,000 euros in for 2.09 skill points instead of 3. So then I had to reload a Mosin again to get to level 7 for that quest. Okay. And then this quest is eliminate 10 sniper scabs from 500 meters away and reach sniper skill level 10. So they made... They didn't fix the skill. They made the... the, the they made their own workaround for the other skill less... Um, They, they made it hap, uh, do less and then yep. added another quest to get farther. Then... You um kill someone something on streets of Tarkov, launch a yellow flare, um, and oh, and then and then this is the last one, and then kill 50 PMCs on Streets of Tarkov. Okay. Every single one of those quests is 24 hour time gated once you get to Lighthouse. Guess what happens when, oh, you, when you do that quest, that one.
1: You get an email saying you've been signed up for the pre-sale alpha test of the lightkeeper.mov yeah. video yeah
2: no you know what happens what nothing it's just the end vibe vibin and and a few other people did the that that quest like four or five days ago there's he doesn't sell anything
1: I'm assuming he does So can he? as of yet, as of yet, what 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 changed, though? Can he get there and like talk to like, did something actually change? No, I mean, like
2: once you basically once you stop getting the quests from mechanics. So after the first like four of that huge long quest, you get the transmitter that you then put in your special slot. And as long as you have that, you can go out on the lighthouse and go talk to talk to him. And then all of those quests that all those other quests I listed out you actually have to go to Lightkeeper to turn in the quest and then accept the new quest from him. Oh. And you go all the way through that quest line and as of yet, it could be that the next quest is 7-day
1: time gated.
2: I'm, But all I'm saying is that as of now, what happens after you do all those quests is absolutely nothing.
1: They had to have data mined though, like right? People know there's nothing that comes well, after that or are we not they, sure?
2: They were adding the quests to the game as they went along. As far as I know, none of the data mined. I didn't see any of the, the every single time
1: there was somebody like vibing with, they were time gated. They're like, cause nobody, nobody will be able to put like, out a new it quest It feels like every
2: Dimitri's day. job is to go, Oh no, vibing completed the quest. What's the next one?
0: Uh. I'm not saying that that's
2: all what's happening, but it feels like that's happening. And so like, and, and listen, uh, uh, there are people like nice guy is one of them. I've had some conversations with him. I've seen him post on Twitter that like, Maybe we misunderstood what Lightkeeper was supposed to be and what Lightkeeper was supposed to be was um, one of the multiple ways you beat the story of Tarkov and like escape Tarkov. You know what I mean? Because they've talked about that before. You're going to be able to escape. And then after that, you're going to be able to go back and play if you want. There's still so many thoughts I have. One, why put him in the game? Two, why hype him up for an entire year? Because he got delayed an entire year. 3 I really feel like maybe I'm talking butt here so I'm going to put this caveat I really feel like they alluded to the fact that he was like a trader that we could purchase things from.
1: Yeah, I wonder if they, when they said trader they they were they just meant oh yeah, the quest part of yeah, the trade. Yeah, maybe they meant
2: quest giver. You know what I mean? I don't know. And, and and then and then even if you have a rebuttal for all of those things, even if it's like Jesse, you're just salty, right? Like, which I'm I'm very willing to admit that maybe there's a reality where this was the plan. There's a good reason that Jesse doesn't know, and I'm just salty. I'm very willing to admit that there is a possibility. I will I'll die on the hill though. That similarly, how there's a difference between a game being hardcore and it being a good mechanic for me to have to click hundred times to get. To sell something, there's a difference between hard quest design and bad quest design. And kill a bunch of people in a place where no matter what point of the wipe you're in, there's no reason to be there is a is bad quest design.
1: It's just like, well, I mean, it, that was the same way with capturing outposts. Yes, yes. No, so so the only other thing that that comes to mind though, because I remember one of the quests you said. So in order to get the quests, you have to go to Lightkeeper. Yeah. Does that make it so that you pass through this zone? Cause that's the only other thing I can yeah, think of yeah. is that the more it's like the, it's just like capturing outposts, which is nobody goes there until there's like a, um, yeah a, everybody's uh, doing the quest. Until everybody's doing the quest, but
2: now that servers are regionalized and, and there's less of a chance for you to like, like it's just there's more people and more variety of people in the servers. Once again, in order to get the in order to get the first quest, the first of five quests that then give you the device that allows you to cross the bridge, you have to get you have to do seventy five percent of the tasks that tasks that are caper required. So it's like. If the Lightkeeper task line started at like level three proper and and almost everybody in the community had the opportunity to begin the quest line. Well, then so many more people would be traversing that yeah. bridge, but you have to get 75% of the way to the Kappa to start five really hard quests that at the end of those five really hard quests, you then get the item. And you have to kill the 20 PMCs before you even get the item. So you can't cross. Yeah, until you kill those 20. Dude, so. Terrible. Hey, dude, I just like, I was so excited. And I was like, I legitimately, I was like, I'm not going to grind for Kappa. I'll just grind Lightkeeper. And then I was like, yeah. and then I, was, like I don't know. And, Little and D then, know. and then it was like, well, I'll just wait until and see what happens at the end. And then decide. And. there is no end as of yet something could happen any day now but i was like
1: okay now you're being too generous i was like
2: bro i don't get it i don't get it it's crazy i have absolutely no desire it's cool and if you have the thing you have an infinite money glitch because um the light that part of the map has insanely good loot, and you can only get there if you have the thing and twenty oh, what the the, the, transponder, the lighthouse? yeah the lighthouse, so like there's a mark like all like uh all last Can you x fill there no you have to come across it. but like all last wipe we could go over there right and there's like tons of good loot spots there's tons of tech spots there's multiple keyed rooms over there there's a marked room over there and all those keys still exist in the game it is a fully lootable part of the map exactly as it was oh yeah except, i've still never been there. except now there are claymores and you need the thing to pass and there's the boss Zarachi, there all the time but don't kill him because like oh and then what's also if you kill another the game doesn't tell you this If you kill another PMC on the bridge, so let's say in the Snowball's Chance in Hell, you're out there and somebody else comes out there. If you kill a PMC over there, you now have negative karma with Lightkeeper, and it opens another, like, five or six quest line that you have to do before he gives you the next quest. But nobody knew that.
1: Fucking trash. But nobody knew
2: that. And... If that one works the opposite way where somebody said they were running on the bridge to go extract. They had already dealt with Lightkeeper, and they were running to the extraction, but they were on the bridge and they saw someone on the beach and they sniped him and it counted. And it gave him the negative karma because he was on the thing, even though the person wasn't.
1: So is that supposed to be some bullshit version of like a passive, like safe zone?
2: Yeah, but but the game didn't tell you that.
1: It should just enforce it. Disable yeah. mouse one. Come on. Like, dude, crazy. So or I, or in, mm.
2: I really Ugh. don't know. I really don't. I I don't know. And just because I does, don't know doesn't mean there isn't a reason. But I don't know the reason. I don't know why Lightkeeper was added to the game. This wipe. I don't. I don't understand it, man. I don't. I don't understand it. It's been interesting. It's been interesting to follow for sure. Props to the Giga Chads that have made it all the way through these quests, man.
1: But it's it's weird. I just wonder if I just wonder if this is their solution to like quote unquote endgame. Yeah. Like like
2: that's what a lot of people are saying. A lot of people are like, we want an end game.
1: This is end like, game like normal people playing this way, it would take like a fucking year. Yeah. Except all the streamers who are gonna giga speed run it in a month. And then then what? Yep. I mean, I guess like I'm fine with them having nothing to do. That's not my problem. Yeah. Um, But the the issue comes from what happens when their audiences try to emulate it. And then also yeah. like the sentiment that follows where people just they're not even playing the game. They're just living vicariously through their yeah. streamer. And they're like, yeah, this game's fucking dead. There's no reason to play. There's nothing to do. Blah blah blah. Like, because you're either gonna do it, yeah, and live through the the, the terribleness, or you're gonna say, oh, I'm not even gonna. Fu- no way. I'm not, I'm not doing that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh god. That's so. Like,
2: it's just it, there's so many layers where like even if it was all perfect, I feel like the your uh, quest the quest design is is something to be criticized. Um, even if he is end game why put him in now even if he is end game why was he why was he why wasn't a better expectation set um i just i feel like there are a few levels of justifiable criticism or at least questions and 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 sure the answer might be middle finger get good what we haven't told anybody is that this is like i can see this happening Haha, ha, what we haven't told anybody is that if you've done those quests, that transponder per- persists. So it is endgame and it's not going to wipe and you should have done it when you should. Oh, like, oh, you, yeah. you know what I mean? And it's like, you should have done it because you would have been farther now. You yeah, know what I mean? It's just like, I feel like they're in this place where they could do just whatever they want and be like, it was the plan. You didn't know. And you criticized us because you didn't know. And I was, and so I'm just like, and so I just, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't know the answer. It, it's, but it's been very interesting to, find oh and then that's that's the thing you know like uh all of the crafts for the military tech loot that were in the game are uh you unlock the recipe for those crafts by completing a bunch of these quests so like we've talked about this circle before where they were like here's something we want as a quest item oh no everybody just buys it off the flea market let's make it found in raid Oh, no, it never spawns, and people can't get it. Well, let's make a craft for it. And then they took away those crafts and put the crafts. So, like, I used to craft my military COFDMs for the task for that, but I have to complete that task, and 73 additional tasks to unlock. Like, nobody that unlocked those crafts will ever use them. They don't need money. They don't need the crafts. The Letix craft is one of them. You can't craft the Letix at... uh. You can't craft a Ledex at Med station level three, which is how a lot of people would craft it for that thick weapons case or thick items case. But you have to like complete a lightkeeper task to unlock the ledex craft. I I am confused. I am confusion.
1: I mean, dude, like it's just Yeah, I got no words, yeah. man. So like it's So that's the
2: that's the lightkeeper task situation currently (laughs) maybe next week these guys will have a new quest or maybe next week their stashes will be blessed by a bunch of loot that lightkeeper sent them in the mail but uh but but at right now it it's just you could you could basically say what they did was they just cut off the lighthouse again
1: how much you want to bet that like one day one day they're going to log in and they're going to go to their trader tab and there's just going to be one more picture there. What you've done is you've unlocked yeah. the picture.
2: The JPEG you can't even click on it.
1: Well, no, I mean, they'll be able to click on it, but like, that's the in-game yeah, trader. Yeah, the, oh, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm saying like, um, you can go so in-game and that, so it'll be just like a normal trader, <laughs> except the quests isn't a quest tab. You have to go fucking go to yeah. it. Yeah. In an annoying bullshit way on a map that people still get like twenty five frames on. Yeah.
2: Now there is that. Now there is like a really cool vibe of like watching those cutscenes, watching Rengar or vibing like go to him and actually go up there and like see this NPC in game that's like talking and stuff like that. It's really cool, but uh, I just don't know what what it serves. You know what I mean? It doesn't. I just doesn't feel like it currently serves the game. And I should
1: probably go watch those. Just like, yeah,
2: I mean, they're cool, dude. Like, they're freaking. Because cool. it's not. I
1: mean, like, it, it, it kind of like some of the new things, like the gym and stuff. I'm like, I don't want to. I just don't want to see. So, like, have it spoiled. Yeah. But like, yeah, it's like you're never getting having there. a having a book spoiled that you don't plan on ever reading. Like, sure, just fucking spoil it for me. <laughs> like, exactly. You
2: know? Exactly.
1: Something tells me there's going to be a million more changes before I decide I'm going to yeah. go down this path.
2: I play this game as a full time job, and I. Am nowhere close to being bothered to attempt those quests. No shot. Not if there's nothing at the other end. If there's something at the other end,
1: maybe. But no. I, I, I mean, the old the, not the for the likely, craft. <laughs> what I oh, the only thing I can think of is that making it s- scarce by difficulty, yeah, is the only way they can like hype it up like yeah like more than a video it's watch let's watch the streamer do the thing right which like there's a world in which you could actually say that that's almost like they're trying to give some of the hype to the streamers and you know almost like drops you know but, like, I'm probably being way too generous there. Well, uh, and even
2: if that was the intention, <laughs> the opposite effect is happening. All the streamers are like, what are these quests? Like, this is dumb. There's nothing at the end. All the viewers are being like, this is gross. Like, even if that was the intention, <laughs> the opposite is happening.
1: Yeah, I mean, it just doesn't seem like that's a thing. And I, I have a see... hard time believing that, 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 that this is the end result and not just a temporary way of gating it. I agree, it.
2: yeah. And I can see, I can see this, like, let's say, let's say what we got right now wasn't 0.13, but it was 1.0. I can, like, I would criticize some of the quest design, but I can see this really hard, really long thing as, as as like, there's, you know, a lot of games have multiple endings. This is one of the ways you escape Tarkov and maybe that's how you prestige or get an armband or something. Like, if that's the point of the game. I can see, like, this this guy wants a lot of specific things and wants you to do a lot of specific things for him. But we're not at 1.0, and nobody currently cares about escaping Tarkov. And so what... Because then the other thing is, like, well, they're testing the mechanics. It's like, what mechanics? They're playing dot .mp4s. And, and we have the same exact quest layout, and then they play mp4s afterwards. Like, what once again, I know I'm ignorant. I know I don't know a lot of the stuff, but I'm just like, well, what do you mean? You know?
1: Yeah. Well, you don't know. And it's not because you haven't like it's unknowable. Yeah. Yeah. yeah unless yeah. you work at the company, which is part of the problem.
0: Yeah.
2: So we'll see.
1: Mm, well, I'll s- start c- caring when <laughs> yeah, when it's like remotely relevant, I you know? It.
2: I totally get it. Yep. Oy, oy, oy. Oy, oy, oy is right. Uh, but I think that's, uh, I mean, that's all the Tarkov news. We'll see.
1: Do we, do we want to hear about, uh. Oh, yeah. Story overdosing, time. Overdosing Story on sleeping time. pills, maybe? Yes. Um. Do I want to tell that story today? All right, wait, wait. Let me let me test something out real quick. Actually, um, can you hear this? Oh God, that's not a good sound. Could I heard you hear that, that? sound? Yes. <laughs> I can. I can hear that. Okay. So this is kind of like a two prong a two prong story. Okay. So, I did my undergraduate thesis. So, I was in the honors program for uh, the undergraduate program, which required a thesis. Okay. Um, but you could do it unlike a master's thesis, where it's usually focused on some area of research, or whatever. You, you This was, you could basically do whatever you wanted. And it had to be like, you know, the minimum was like 50 pages. I ended up writing like 300-page thesis naturally naturally
2: um, that does not surprise me
1: and i ended up doing it on skepticism and the scientific method so basically i you know talked about um everything from faith healers to astrology to um alien fucking ufo sightings to pseudoscience i mean just everything i talk about everything and then all of the i mean really honestly really similar to a lot of the things i've talked about in all of my videos where it's like these are the pitfalls of perception and memory and all of the things it was kind of like that um you could say it was kind of modeled off of if anybody's ever looking for something to read one of my favorite books of all time probably my favorite Eh, second favorite is uh, Demon Haunted World, Science as a Candle in the Dark by Carl Sagan. Um, you can just search for A Demon Haunted World. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's just a general kind of skepticism sort of philosophy thing. Anyway, so I needed to give the presentation for, uh, for this paper. Now, one of the things that I wanted to do was kind of a little bit of a stunt, and I stole this from... God, was it James Randy? You ever heard of James Randy? He looks like fucking like a little tiny little Gandalf. Huh. He's he's basically a um a magician. Okay. But he's also been uh heavily involved in the world of skepticism. He like debunked a bunch of the like famous um like mediums that would go on and would you know, say, oh, I'm talking to your dead yeah, sister yeah, yeah. or whatever, right? Like he was involved back in the day, like in high profile debunking of one of the, one of the guys was this guy, Yuri U- Uri, Yuri Geller. I forget how okay. to pronounce his first name. Um. So anyway, one of the things he did was this stunt uh, that I, I kind of replicated to talk about homeopathic medicine. Are you familiar at all with homeopathic medicine?
2: Maybe. No, not
1: Quick little is that rundown like the about rock,
2: how the, you know the 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 pink and no, 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 no. rock. It's gonna <laughs> no, no, no. heal me.
1: I mean conceptually, yeah. Okay. It's magic. But um here's what I did at the beginning of my talk, which I would not hundred percent recommend. I did this in GTA. I would not recommend yeah, doing okay. this under any circumstances. Now
2: I understand we're in GTA. This okay. is
1: this is something I very strongly have to say don't do I researched, I made sure, etc cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Okay. Yeah. At the beginning of my presentation, I started off by saying, here is a bottle of homeopathic sleeping pills. At the time it was the most common, most popular homeopathic sleep remedy. Okay. And I opened up the bottle and I oh, the whole thing my in my mouth. Oh my God. And uh, swallowed them all, and was like, "All right, now let's start." And then I went on with my two-hour presentation, no. and, and guess what happened? I mean, you freaking fell asleep. Absolutely nothing, because it's oh, complete it, and utter it's bullshit. Nothing. Okay. The way that homeopathy works, it was invented way back. I don't need to give a history, but let me just explain to you how it works. And, and actually, so you like did um, this
2: as a part of your presentation?
1: Oh, that was the opening. Gotcha. Yeah, Yeah. 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 Um. So. It all home, homeopathy all relies on the idea. Um. That water. Has memory. This is obvious. Yeah, I know that. So if you introduce chemicals to water, the water has some sort of essence. Or something. I don't. I don't remember exactly the details. Um, but but also, the the strength of the effect of a chemical in water is inversely proportional to how much there is in it. So the more you dilute that substance in water, the more powerful it gets. Wow. So and not only that, I'm in. But it's effectively the opposite of what you would expect. So the active ingredient in most homeopathic sleeping remedies is caffeine. But not a lot, right? Because the less you put in, the better. Well, let me tell you. So the one I had was like 30 C or X. Don't quote me on this. It's been a decade since I've done this. But what that means is you take, you know, a cylinder, graduated cylinder of 100 milliliters, 100 parts or 99 parts water one part caffeine and then you got to shake it in like a really special way it's a specific way you got to for real for real shake it in a really specific i don't know they have machines that do it now that is a solution that is 1c okay so then you take a drop of that and you put that in 99 drops of water and you shake it up and you shake it up and then you now that's 2c and then you take a drop of that and after like the third or fourth thing, you hit Avogadro's limit, which would effectively means there's no chance there's a single molecule of caffeine <laughs> in the entire. There's no, but and then they do it again and again and again and again and again and again. It's fucking water on a sugar pill, and that's homeopathic medicine. Wow. And there's a billion 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 dollar industry. One of the um, not not emergency, but what's that it's super oh, common like airborne? Like, airborne is homeopathy it's fucking magic it's a placebo it does nothing hell yeah so anyway so so it's not really medicine it's marketing (laughs) yeah it's bullshit yeah (laughs) here's the thing if alternate medicine was medicine it would just be called medicine yeah (laughs) in a nutshell um okay now one of my uh, one of my good friends while I was in college was uh, a nun that actually lived nearby the college campus. We'd uh, we'd meet for coffee every now and then. We would talk philosophy. She's the coolest fucking nun you've ever uh, you've ever met, Sister Lucille. And she was standing in the front, no, was sitting in the front during my presentation. I've got a video up from April thirtieth of two thousand eleven. It's you won't find it. It's it doesn't exist on the internet anymore, but. I have a copy of it. Now there's oh there is one of the uh one of the drugs I was talking about. I don't remember if it was a sleep remedy or a flu remedy. The active ingredient is called oxilococcinum. Okay. And it's derived from duck liver. Okay. Now I didn't, I tried to say that duck liver during my presentation and I failed. And of, I can't, oh God, how do I, let me see if I can play this for you. You hear what I said. Now keep in mind at this very moment. I was making eye contact with a nun. Nice. And I said the following. A uh, homeopathic flu remedy known as as far as I got that right the first time, um, is made from a 200C dilution of the liver of a duck. This 200C dilution is equal to one part dick. Uh... One part dick. One part and just, dick. And I just stopped. Eye contact with a nun. And went, <laughs> and i just continued on nobody nobody said anything nobody one it was, part we, dick but we all know i'm gonna play it one more time because i can't i still i can't i still it hurts i can't i yeah, physically this 200c dilution is equal to one part in <laughs>
0: your,
1: your reaction. You hear me flabbergasting. Oh. One part
2: dick. Ma. Oh. I'm <laughs> oh,
0: anyway,
1: sorry, that's... Sister Lucille. Anyway, that's it, uh, this. It's one of those stories that kind of takes a turn, especially with the title "Overdosing on Sleeping Pills." Not what you'd expect, but. But yeah, there you go. You learned a little bit about homeopathy. Oh, um, I
2: I learned a lot of it about homeopathy.
1: You got to fucking laugh at me for saying uh, <laughs> made up one part dick when part I looked precisely into a nun's a nun's eyes.
2: I uh, you know I I don't think I've ever taken airborne, but I twenty minutes ago I wouldn't have said it was a nothing. Like, I would have been like, yeah, isn't that like
1: an Alka-Seltzer? Or... Yeah, it's what people take. It's yeah. what people take. It's like one of those... But, super... Emergency, yeah. liquid
2: IV, you know what I mean? Like,
1: Dude. That's interesting. Because you go to the fucking drugstore, and it's just on the shelf. Yeah, yeah. And Next like, to all the stuff with stuff in it. And the problem is, is that, like, the Food and Drug Administration, they, they aren't there to determine that medicine does what it says it does. Yeah. They're just there to determine it's safe.
2: Yep for a while yeah
1: so the, 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 there, there's no regulations around efficacy yeah uh so that's also why they have like oh you know this this in really small text hasn't been evaluated by the food and drug administration blah 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 uh the reason why is usually because yeah it just uh, they don't just as long as it doesn't kill you yeah, But the problem is is that people seek out alternate medicine when they have cancer or when they yeah. have serious illnesses or, you know, like people dying of COVID because they were taking, you know, some fucking magical seltzer. And it's like, yeah, it's it's fucking sad. Um, yeah, it is. That is hilarious, though. But yeah, I mean, it's one part dick and then uh, one part dick that's definitely
2: not the direction i thought a story named overdosing on sleeping pills would go so you really like hit me with the subverting of the expectations you know what i, I mean? did
1: put an asterisk overdosing yeah.
2: on sleeping pills asterisk so this title has not been reviewed by been the a-
1: student. <laughs> <food and laughs> i was just gonna say that oh god
2: <laughs> that's amazing that's amazing yeah
1: yeah, bro. So uh, I added, I added a new story time line item. Ooh, what's it called? There's one more we added. So so far we have shotgunning a beer, bloodshed, mm-hmm. eavesdropping on a neighbor's business call, the stabbing, quote, the stabbing, which I feel like is probably going to be what people are going to want. Yeah, next time. it's got to be soon. Um, ruptured spleen, Sun Microsystems, one million dollars, and the new one I just added, breaking into a house. Breaking into a house. Mhm. Yeah. So, and and we and also we need we need more Jesse story time too. I know. Because it, if you have them let me know. I
2: have st- I I just can't I'm really bad at thinking them up on the spot. I feel like my life is yeah, a lot yeah. more exciting than I exci- than I can think make of right list? now. Yeah, I I need to I need to like make a list of my phone and every time one comes to me. The only the only thing I could think of that was adjacent well I was just going to say so that 300-page paper you wrote, was that for your, you said your master's? My undergraduate. Your undergraduate. Yeah. Dude, we had completely different schooling experiences. When I was in college, I, I went to community college. I got two. I did two years. I got my AA, and then I got married at 19, and I just quit college at that point. But like, I was on the complete opposite end of the spectrum. I remember from one of my classes, it was the day of the final. I had done nothing. and the Oh, fo- no. I, that, that's
1: how I was, yeah. too.
2: The final was two parts. It was a, a, I don't remember what class it was for. It was um, a presentation um, and a speech. So like the person, it had to be like actual like pictures just and stuff. Yeah, like you know, like a PowerPoint presentation and a speech. And um, the I I remember that the teacher just notoriously talked at the beginning of class, like about his life and stuff for like ever. And so I I sat in class. I opened up my computer and pulled up pro presenter or powerpoint whatever and while he was talking i threw a bunch of pictures together he said who wants to go first i raised my hand i plugged the computer in i com- i completely winged the speech i hadn't thought about it for seven seconds everybody clapped he said who wants to go second and while he was looking at his computer i just left i just left
1: and i got an a <laughs> the ultimate fucking giga i got an a on the
2: speech and the and the presentation and he was looking down and i just left and then he looked up and i was gone and he never i never went back to that class again but i passed it like that was my school like i i Holy freaking, shit. i hated <laughs> school so much dude
1: i mean so i also hated school yeah. i did not try i didn't fucking care except for the things I actually was interested in. Like I was yeah. really good at math and science, but like, I never fucking studied for anything. And I think I just that was why
2: it. I had a bad school experience. Cause I, I literally like you get out of high school, which is like, we could talk another time about like 50% useless. And then yep. I went to, I, I didn't know what, I didn't know what I wanted to major in at the time. I just wanted to be in a band. Like I was in a band and that's all I wanted to do. Hell yeah, brother. And so, uh, but I got scholarships because of my grade to go like a few years to community college and just do the AA. And so while I was at college, I never got to the point in college where you were studying the thing you liked, the thing you wanted to be there for. I just went to college and did more high school, more math, more English. Mm-hmm. And so I got my AA and I got married and I just was like, screw this. You know what I mean? And then I'm really glad that it worked out for me. But like, I just didn't, I, I really think that that was why, because it's funny because like one of the things I tell my wife all the time is like, I love to learn. We've talked about that before too. I'll spend two and a half hours watching a video essay about something that doesn't affect my life at all because, and then, and then I'll read articles about it and then I'll Google it and I'll be thinking about it for days or I'll learn a skill that has nothing like, just cause I want to learn it. Like when I have that desire, I love learning. I love absorbing information in multiple different ways, just like that would make you a good student. Just in school, I never got to that point where anything interested Same. me
1: enough. Yeah. The only thing that ever interested me that I really wanted to dive into was like Ocarina of Time, like beating the whole game. Yeah, yeah. I, I wish I had, and this is kind of like the paradox of like growing up, is that like you... I only ever had the desire to like learn and the passion to get good at things after, like literally after I was out of school. Like it was almost... Exactly once I was out of school that I suddenly was like, yo, there's all these things I'm interested in that I'm learning that I could I could pass a test on without yeah. studying because I was so intrigued and, and so into yeah. this stuff. And, uh, yeah, it's pretty fucking depressing <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> because honestly, like I, I could have easily done what I did without me and without accruing over one hundred thousand dollars in yeah. student loan debt if I had taken a three month like coding boot camp. But instead, I got a business and econ undergraduate for four years and then went and got my master's for three years. And literally, like, the master's was a tiny line item on my resume. And what really got me my first few jobs was my GitHub and my Stack Overflow profiles. That was it. It, And it was just stuff I did. Like, my master's degree was... I got a 4.0 GPA in my master's degree. And I promise you... It was never relevant that's to me ever crazy. getting a
2: job. That, and see, that's the thing is like, as much as I hated school, I am glad that I dodged the bullet of, I got, uh, I dual enrolled. So I got some of the credits in high school and then I got scholarships for the AA. And so mm-hmm. I, I had a z- zero dollars of student student loans because I was just like, I was, I was like telling my parents, I was like, dude, I don't, I don't know what I want to do. So please do not give me money to, or, or like make me, and then I and then I diverted the conversation because I was like, instead I want to get married. And they were like, "You're 19." And I was like, "I
1: know." And then it was just like, "Oh God, um, dude!" I feel like something's got to change in the next. Yeah, I, I feel like when we are like 50, that's when maybe we will come to the like as a society come to the conclusion so. that like everything's fucked and, and needs to change. Because what what when you're like 16, 17, 18 years old, what you should be doing is like. Basically the kind of like internships, but not working. It's more like yeah. job shadowing. Like
2: vocational stuff,
1: yeah. All the time, anywhere, at yeah. uh, different places, all over the place to figure out what you might want to do, what you might be interested in. But in- instead, it's you need to learn a bunch of very r- like um monolithic, regimented. Yeah. Here's physics, here's math, here's whatever. You wanna be a fucking doctor, or exactly. do you want to be and it's like you don't know how any of this stuff applies you yeah. don't know what it's like to do those things every day like it's so and fucking that's the terrible. thing
2: is that like a lot of people and even some people in chat were like i love that i got my degree it helped me so much like i love school like it's not that that's bad it's just that like you loved going to school and learning about the thing you learned about and it helped you with your career let's give more people that opportunity it's it's not let's reduce it is it's if you don't want to do I want to like get rid of post rate healing IRL.
1: Yeah. Post high yeah, yeah. <laughs> school healing IRL. Don't gatekeep me because your college was good. My exactly. college. Exactly. Was-
2: you were interested in a thing that you enjoyed learning in school and that your degree helped. If someone else is interested in something else and they can learn it and learning that skill benefits society, that should be rewarded as well, right? So that you should be able to start that path earlier, master it sooner, and then become that productive member of society doing that thing that interests you. Earlier, that that's what the the people that did enjoy school, that's what they got. It's just that I don't even think it's controversial to say that the the way school works right now, there's a relatively limited number of things that can interest you, and that a degree can tangibly appreciate your value. You know what I mean? Like you said, you did all that, and you could have gone to a coding boot camp, done a lot of the same work, and still got your foot in the door. You know what I mean? So it's like. You know, what's the harm in allowing you to have done that those things earlier in school? You know what I mean? So
1: the more I hear, the more I hear people like getting out of college these days, because my my little sister um, is literally like about to graduate and uh, a whole bunch of other folks in my family, like cousins and whatever, yeah. have have people around that age. And it's like people go to college They get their degrees three quarters of the way through getting the degree. They realize they don't want to do that thing, but it's too late now. And it's like uh, something that there needs to be some sort of paradigm shift, I think, in figuring out like what kids are going to do with their lives. Yeah, Um, because with it wasn't a huge deal back in the day until dude. this is like literally sounds like Tarkov. Until now, going through college yeah. is the price of a fucking mortgage and a house, <laughs> you know? And it's like... Yeah, the IRL,
2: just, MRE, and water bottle is getting more and more expensive.
1: Yeah. So so now, the, those four years is not just four years of wasted time figuring yeah. out, exploring what you want to do with your life. It's putting yourself in potentially crippling debt Yeah. to come out in a shit economy... 'Cause yep. the goddamn baby boomers don't know how to Bitcoin on 4chan or whatever and you know now Facebook I can't think of any other weird <laughs> I'm trying to I'm trying to sound like out of touch. You know, it's funny to yeah. be like I don't know, I, I lost I lost track of the Facebook the thread there. Yep. Anyway.
2: Yep. Well that that was, that was good. That, that took a turn. We got a little, like, micro Jesse story time of how terrible of a student I was.
1: Yeah, put some more things on the list. Put some more things on the that. list. And then I need to turn this into a sample. <laughs> <laughs> this 200C is equal to one part
2: dicta. <laughs> one part dick. That needs to be your next, like, song. All your lo-fi, like, Carl Sagan, Neil deGrasse Tyson's, song. one part dicta. The one part dick. <laughs> Oh, God, that would be so sick. And even though
1: I went to college and dropped out of school quick, I always had a PhD, a one-part dick.
2: <laughs> Hell, yeah, one-part dick. Um, well, <laughs> that's that's the stuff, boys. That's the stuff. That's the Tarkov news. That's the hot news. That's the story time. That's the one-part dick. Um, Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I think, like, the sentiment is still excited for the changes, but just like, like we said, it's hard to sit in the W in Tarkov when the other things are still there and then <clears throat> new things are coming. So hopefully they fixed the invisibility thing that, um, felt like it came on really fast and they said they addre- addressed it, but then it didn't really work. And so, um, but yeah, so, uh, as per usual, this episode will go live on Monday. Uh, uh, also if you made it this far just huge thank you the views on youtube have been going crazy the pe- people hanging out live has been going crazy the downloads have been going crazy like it's been awesome man like somebody asked me the other day how many episodes do you think you'll do with a podcast and i was like w- i we don't think that way like like this was something that we started just to, like, do, like, forever, yeah. forever many episodes. Like, this, it's really cool that we get sponsors, and it's really cool that people are subscribing. Like, this is just, like, this was purely out of, like, enjoyment and fun that me and Veritas wanted to do this. And it's been so cool that you guys have been, like, responding to it and enjoying it. Like, that, that those are some of the most impactful you know, I love YouTube videos. I love your stuff. Like, yo, I love the podcast because like those things are work. Like I am here trying to think of YouTube videos. I am, I am working, bro. But like this, like the fact that you guys share in the just pure enjoyment that me and Veritas get about just like talking about the game, talking about other just, games, talking about just story. Chilling. Yeah. is it, that's awesome. So the, the, like you guys have been crushing it. Thank you guys so much. Um, thank you for just putting us in the opportunity that we are here and it's been it's been fun so all the episodes is the plan you know what i mean like i don't know um so yeah it's been uh it's been pretty sick so yeah so this episode will go live uh thank you guys for hanging thank you again so much to better help for sponsoring this episode and we will definitely see y'all in the next one
1: peace